almost died. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. Myself, Justin Briner. And me, Sarah M. How are you? How's hey, it going? Guys. What brings you here? <laughs> what brings me here? Well, we're I, still alive. <laughs> we're still alive. We we had oh Barely. we had we had an adventure, didn't we, guys? We well, went on a is that what you call it? We all decided it'd be fun to you know get together for the first time in a while, and yes, uh, that supposed was to be fun. good weather. Yeah, it was it was nice to see people. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know we'd take to the high seas, put the Put the kayaks and the paddleboard well, in the water. You know, we, we wanted to celebrate Canada Day in yeah. a in a nice way to kind of appreciate our land, you know, appreciate right. kind of getting out into nature and, and uh, you know, kind of doing a, a fun activity that we can do together that didn't involve just entirely drinking. Or making out. Or yeah. making out. It's yeah. I was really looking forward to making out with COVID. <laughs> Just because of COVID. And, do it. and uh, so we decided, yeah, we decided to go kayaking. That's right. And me and Shannon, uh, we own kayaks. and. Uh, we're we're not we're not pros by any stretch of the imagination. No, like I'm not taking any whitewater rafting or certainly anything. not. <laughs> right, but we have some experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brian and Sarah, you do not. <laughs> Am yeah, I we do not so much. That is very correct. Yeah. <laughs> Smaller amounts of experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine, obviously. Whatever. So, yep. um, we had three kayaks in total, and then Brian, you are on a um paddleboard. Paddleboard. Yeah. And we decided to go down, we decided to kayak down Big Creek. And the route, it's like an official route in like the county that it's laid out in. Yeah. It's not fake. It's it's definitely a real It's, it's a real, like, like they have like markers, yeah. markers and, and yeah. shit for it. Kayak signs and stuff. Kayak yeah. signs. Yeah. This is where you put your boat in. Yeah. And it was a nice leisurely stroll for about, what, half an hour? Not even. Not even. Not even. I'd even. say 15 minutes. I'd say yeah. 15 for sure. Tops. And then the yeah. first fallen tree came into view. Yeah. Yeah. Because there, there was a lot of storms this week. A lot yeah. of storms lot before of storms. Canada. And, and, so, and you know. to be fair, I think a lot of storms in the last 15 years by the looks of this route. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that way. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, one tree, not the end of the world. If you only got to go over one tree, if you only got to right. get out of your kayak or get off your paddleboard, lift your stuff up over. One tree, not a big deal. Well, after 30 trees. <laughs> and three and a half hours later. Um, yeah. Got a little tiresome. <laughs> yeah. Got a little the, scary. It got scary. I think, it, yeah, the crew got tired. The crew the got crew. cranky. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I got, I didn't get scared, but I did get to a point of just like, I legitimately don't know where our end point is and right. how long it's going to take. To, like, sorry, I knew where we were going, but mm-hmm. I did, I had no barometer for like, oh yeah, how it's going to take longer? us this long yeah. to get there. It could have been 9 p.m. by the time yeah. we got to the and end point. And I think it would have been. Yeah. It probably would have been. Because spoiler alert, uh, we started at 11.30, 12, something like that. Yeah. Um, and we didn't get halfway no. in four hours. <laughs> no. This, oh was not, this was not a long trip. We were trip. portaging every t- 10 minutes. Yeah. It yeah, was like there was a two-minute, you know, peaceful bend yeah, of that was clear good. river. It's like, oh, you know what? I really like water. This. And then it's like, oh, Satan. Birds chirping, <laughs> and then you turn the corner, and you're just like, oh, oh my, my god. Fuck. And the yeah, worst like, part me. was was that we knew the vehicles um, at the start and the end point were not even ten minutes apart down the road. That mm-hmm. was what pissed me off. I think the most <laughs> was there was like it was like a ten-minute drive. 
Yep. <laughs> and we were on this route for four hours. <laughs> we, we, right. we didn't get to the end. Yeah. We ended up banking on someone's house. Yeah, the first like little iota of civilization um mm-hmm. we we bailed through someone's backyard which thankfully um uh thanks canada uh <laughs> and your day for making sure these people weren't home um, yeah, really. we were able to yeah. hike up their mountainous backyard to get out their driveway and find the road but not but not before i had to crawl through stinging nettles that That's was right fun. i enjoyed that right. that was great that was That's, really fun that was where we were like time. we gotta get the fuck yeah we gotta out get here. the fuck out of here that's when i was like yeah we're done here yeah and yeah. uh the best part is that um the other end of big creek um apparently is clear <laughs> no we just uh. we just picked the wrong end to start at guys oh my i i hate hearing that god no. me too yep so there we have it so the next time we take you on kayak adventures they're not coming no, <laughs> no. no you guys are just on your fucking with Shannon own and Justin. Yeah, the next time paddle just say boarding no. over a creek ever again <laughs> uh, i'm Brian just or, kidding it was a blast my favorite Brian thing Texas, was uh, no i was just saying my favorite thing was uh justin G- uh, B just being so like happy about where he was, but just so pissed at the same time <laughs> the entire time. So this is great, guys. I really love it. Are we almost done? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you guys both had a really great attitude despite uh, shit being thrown at yeah, you. Yeah, and despite Sarah sharing her kayak the entire time with a whole family of spiders. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not gonna oh, yeah, that's that. point too. Uh, that so, was a whole separate thing. You guys were fucking troopers oh, and um yeah. basically when Shannon and G ask you to do anything, just say no. Yeah, um, you're busy. It's and okay. apparently uh tonight's band did not learn that lesson soon enough. <laughs> that's right. They absolutely did not. Yeah, Brenner, who we got joining us later yeah. on this evening? We have the wonderful fellas in cheap shirt joining us here on PTP Podcast. So yeah. excited to share these uh, guys with our audiences, with the world, because, the um, world. yeah. We are Mr. Worldwide. That's exactly right. But the, these guys are just fucking fantastic. If you've not heard of cheap shirt yet, stick around, stay tuned, because, uh, yeah, a hell of an album that they've got out and uh, definitely worth a listen. Mega Hells, talent. Yeah. So we got an interview with those guys coming up in just a little bit. Uh, we've also got recurring features. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Um, I think we should probably. Are we on that? This week, it is that story over again. <laughs> yeah. Special Canada Day edition of Sucks to Suck. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Shannon's going to bring a little bit of BuzzFeed action to mm. round out the end of the show for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you, you want to see anything, anything pull the plug related. Oh, by the way, also great acoustic music coming away tonight here oh, on Pull the Plug. Featuring uh, songs from Cheap Shirt. You're damn straight. That's our dog in the background. She's a little bitch. <laughs> Go eat your peanut butter. Um, if you want to stay up to date with anything Pull the Plug related, please head on over to our website. P2Bpodcast.com. You didn't sing it. P2Bpodcast.com. There it is. Yeah, that's way better. Mm. Yeah, thank I like you. Better. I, I, I'm sure everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe your dog can sing it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start the night here uh, with some Brennan Clark. This one's called Love and War before we get to Cheap Shirt here on P2P Podcast. <laughs> I'm back in a hole 
Back with the dogs, all bury the bones. I've gone back in time to when I can't decide what's right. And I'm living a lie, a fiction that might make your mother cry. Oh, my burning eyes and tired lies, they dance inside my head. And I wanted it all, and all is fair, and love and war. So I'm told, give me your heart, and I'll play games with her. It's like it was a toy. I wanted it all, and all is fair, and love and war. So I'm told, give me your heart. And I played games with that Just like it was a toy And I watched you patiently And I stood there quietly And sure enough you fell out of your tree Fall in love with me K-I-S-S-I-N-G First go shoes and shirts and pants And then your brow goes with one hand And I wanted it all And all is fair And love and war So I'm told You gave me your heart And I played games with it Just like it was a toy I wanted it all all is fair, love and war. So I'm told, give me your heart, and I play games with it, just like it was a toy. Love and war, that's Brendan Clark, and we're back here on PTP Podcast um, with some very, very special guests live in the PTP studios. We have Cheap Shirt. Kenzie Jordan and Sean Steele live here. Woo! Guys, yeah. <laughs> great, great to be here. Oh, so good to be here. You guys both look like you're just in this heaven of a yeah. place. <laughs> I know yeah, that. I guess Sean's in his apartment, eh? He strung some lights up. <laughs> so pretty. Yeah, I've got light. It's kind of, it's kind of, because I'm looking, I don't know how it looks to y'all, but my face is sort of blue. And there's a blue tone here. It's like I have a blue filter on. And then Mackenzie's more of a rose-colored background there, sort oh of yellows. I and always look red as the lobster on video chats. Well, no, I wasn't talking about your face. I was talking about everything. You mean you're in a red chair. So we're doing red and blue. We have different tones here. So, yeah, it's, uh, this is not heaven. This is an apartment in Toronto. <laughs> but it's a good tone zone. You record the zone That's right. So you guys, New Hamburg born, which I'm very hyped about sean no though me i look, you for I sure in new hamburg my you know whole life i just sort of, of mean that the the whole cheap shirt in general yeah right? and our studio yeah cheap shirt lives here in new hamburg yeah oh that no that's pretty awesome I, i'm so stoked on this uh i mean mac i've been a huge fan of uh you for a long time with bodice and the jackets and everything that you've done over the years and so i'm i'm very psyched to finally have you guys on here and sean i've been checking out some of your solo work actually um, oh is that so yes i have um now is it it's, i want to ask you is, is it called Mer- merodis how do you say that well uh i say it merodis but i know some people say it mariotis and okay i kind of like that either options work so it's sort of a caribbean yeah. caribbean thing i think it's whatever you think it's called 
but I think it, I don't know what the correct pronunciation is, to be honest. Okay. All right. John I also just doesn't the... care when people call him John. <laughs> I don't, yeah. If, if like, people say name, my name wrong, John? you know, you know, in a Whatever. bar, I'll say if they're like Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yep. That's deal. Yeah. That's 100% my move too. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm too awkward to correct it. I can't do it. <laughs> I was I like, yeah, I'll I just, just be, yes. I'll just be jacked down. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna live my life that way now. So I, I guess, I guess um, the same rule applies to my band or my solo work. That it's just, yeah, sure, it's called whatever you just said. The word you just said, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> but what we do know is you two together are called Cheap Shirt. That's, That's right. right. And there's a there's a few other close friends that are often involved, like Steve Lavery, who uh, was in Bodice with me. Yes. And I've known him forever. And uh, then we had some other special guests and things. But when, for the majority of the time, Sean and I are sitting in my studio here, just the two of us making making each other laugh and making it happen. <laughs> Amazing. So the name Cheap Shirt, I mean, I, I've, I've creeped both of your Facebooks. Um, and you guys are always dressed very well. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I sort of don't understand where this name came from. Is there, re- is there like, uh, is there irony there? The- well, the, the name came about the first time I ever came out to the studio. So I met Mackenzie doing recording another project, a band called Zuffalo, whose album okay. came out recently as well. Their second album, Bird Brain, you can check it out to slip in a plug there. Mm-hmm. Real sneaky. And absolutely. For sure. Uh, I which was it recorded too. yeah, it was produced by Mackenzie, recorded in the room that Mackenzie's currently sitting in. And the the morning after the first night I came out and we'd worked on our first song that became the first Cheap Shirt song, um, we went out to a diner and we were sitting there have, eating eggs. And I was telling him a story about a, a t-shirt that I bought on a road trip. It was a cheap t-shirt from a gas station and how much I loved that shirt. And I wore it until it was like Kleenex, you know, and shirts get so thin. <laughs> And I, and I yeah, said something dude. like, man, I loved that cheap shirt. And Mackenzie just said, wow, we should call our band that. We should call this thing cheap shirt. So it, it came out of a story of a road trip that I did many years ago. And we thought it was funny and a little tongue in cheek. And it sort of set the stage for this, uh, the, the tone of what became, I guess, the, the record. And we're working on new songs for what will be a second record, too. So Fantastic. Yeah, and- Funny thing that we did on our shows, our live shows, that we only played a handful of them, and then it was uh, the first lockdown. But we would tell, we would use "Love on Vacation"'s intro, guitar intro, and be like just vibing that intro, and tell the story of how we got our band name way differently every time. Like just make up a pretty outlandish story. Like normally start something like, "So there we were, you know, like sailing, uh, you know, across the Red Sea, just the two of us." <laughs> whatever and just a long story i, I kind of wish we had little recordings of just that part of the show but, yeah. but this is the correct one <laughs> as sean far as gave, we know sean yeah. foolishly told you the maybe true version <laughs> yeah right yeah actually you have to come to our live shows when those happen again to get the real real story right that's right yeah. yeah that's a good selling point i like that. Yeah. the really real story so, only happens on stage <laughs> So uh, the pandemic hits and you guys pretty much go into hibernation mode, right? For yeah. what, a winter? Well, we had already um, worked on the record a bunch before lockdown. Okay. 
and we had enough uh, songs to like play a like, like forty five minute set live. We got some people together and made a made a band out of it and like opened some shows in Toronto. Oh, nice. And then yeah, so during lockdown, it was like let's finish this thing. We're kind of getting close, and we just you know had a great time working on it when it was when we could get together there for a few days here and there. Yeah. So the album the album is called Put It On. Um, and what I like about it, it's, it's pure rock and roll. It's oh, yeah. 100% rock and roll. Um, and to quote you, Mac, here, you sent me kind of a little bio um, just for our listeners that want to know what Cheap Shirt is. Um, Egan and Rafferty Energy. We got Alex Chilton-style lyrics, uh, Paul McCartney's thumping bass, Mark Bolin's crunchy power chords, power pop vocals, 70s-style riff rock, atmospheric studio exploring, Barroom piano with contemporary hints of the black keys. Now, when you when you sent me that, I said, "How the fuck can you be all of those things?" <laughs> and you you the are. Record? Oh yeah. And, yeah. and then you listen to the album. And, and then like, I listen to yep. the album. <laughs> Actually, our guy who helps us with PR kind of stuff wrote that part of our bio for us, and I didn't even. I didn't tell him what to think or say. He was like, I know what it is. I know what it is. He totally gets the cheap shirt skis. And he, he wrote that part of our um, press release. It's, it's perfect. Yeah, no, it's it's 100% what it is. Um, it's just uh, listening to the album. And I've, I've probably listened to it about 10 times in the yeah. last like two days now. It's been on. It's been on, on constantly repeat. around here. <laughs> And that's, um, we were kind of chatting, just saying like, yeah, you could have heard this album come out 40 years ago yeah. or within the last few years. Like it's, it yeah. just has this kind of magic to it. It's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Is it, well, was it that so sort much. of the goal? I, well, the goal was to write the best songs we could write and have like a lot of fun. <laughs> and we played all the instruments and we're not like super proficient at all the instruments we would play on the record. So it kind of comes out kind of like, yeah, I can't believe I just pulled that off. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Like I, I'm so definitely a bit of a scrappy was... drummer and yeah. And it was all about going for it on instruments that maybe uh, aren't, aren't our first instrument and just about pursuing ideas. And it's just the two of us. Uh, I'm more used to working in a band context and you have to deal with, with more ideas in the room. And so there's something very refreshing right. with just Mackenzie and I and we have a great, we share a brain in many ways. And a lot of our influences um, do tend to be some of the older stuff. We're both lovers of Beatles and all of the solo projects that came out, out of that. Uh, so that's kind of always coming up. A lot of 70s rock, like T-Rex and stuff. Uh, I'm a, yep. I love the kinks. I always think about the kinks. So that kind of stuff is always in there. But I also listen to a lot of contemporary music. So it's always about finding a balance where you're, you're paying homage, but you're not copying. And that can be a difficult thing. But also it's just, mm-hmm. when I sit down to write a song, I can't help but think of some of the best songwriters. I don't know. <laughs> we try to be sincere. Be we try to we try to not take, well, we don't try to. We don't take ourselves too seriously. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of what the, we want the music to sound like. It's got to be like cozy, inviting, and like you're hanging out with your friends. And hopefully, I mean, it sounds like you guys... Uh, got the idea that makes it feel like really good yeah it's it is very much like a it's an album that you can tell like when you're listening to it they're really they're really enjoying playing Mm -hmm. this music right like this is the type of stuff that they want to play and you know even if it's you know 
you're not the most proficient at that particular instrument or whatever, you can still tell that you're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And that really does kind of carry over into a lot of the songs. So, uh, so kudos to you for somehow channeling that energy. That's pretty rocking. Yeah. Thanks. When we would get too good, we'd be like, no, no, now you're getting too good at it. (laughs) (laughs) There has to be, you know, if you did it pretty darn good in the first couple takes, it's like, hopefully one of those is going to be the one that makes the final. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, one of our sort of rules of thumb was as the first time you ever pull off a take where you didn't totally blow it, that's probably the one. Yeah. <laughs> that. That's a smart way to think like about that. that. Yeah. Well, the idea is still um, yeah, really no, fresh. I, I also did want to say I, I felt like this album, like for me listening to it as much as I have now, it I, I kind of felt like it portrayed this like residual nostalgia kind of thing of like of a time that like I wasn't present for, but yet I feel like all of these songs, like I've lived through all of these yeah. moments. It sounds like I mean? a, it's like so familiar, but so new at the same yeah. time. And I loved uh, that, especially to me, I got a lot of Pink Floyd vibes in there and like just with the chord progressions in some of the songs, I just absolutely loved it. Yeah. I think the nostalgia thing rings true. I know sometimes when we were actually mixing the record or we'd listen to what we had been working on, uh, at the end of a, a day of recording, Mackenzie and I would put on old home movies on YouTube of people we didn't know. But there was there's some kind of or old hockey games, like vintage hockey games. And uh, there's something about the nostalgia. There's sort of like we want it to be kind of like home movies where it feels warm and lived in like an old cassette tape that is. Yeah, it, it should be like a worn in patio furniture, yeah. you know. <laughs> if that makes any yeah. sense <laughs> maybe a vhs we almost wanted to release the record on vhs with just what? the album cover on as the video content <laughs> <laughs> but you know we couldn't get the funding or tape what about yeah, or tape tape's expensive now cassettes making a comeback <laughs> i kind of think that's pretty cool actually that people but, are yeah. into cassettes yeah but we- I like the idea of us just doing it too, just getting two VCRs and just hitting play and record and making copies. Like, as long as, the record <laughs> yeah, is, we as long it takes it. to eat, yeah, we would just do it ourselves. Spend an entire day making fifteen copies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you guys always want to make this like rock and roll album, or did it start one way and kind of go a different way, or? Um, well, I think process? that when we started, we didn't know. I especially didn't know. Well, I didn't know really that Sean could play drums like that. He was like, well, because really? it was his idea, this whole thing of me and him making something together. He like called me or texted me or something. I was like, why don't we make some music together? That'd be fun, right? And I was like, yeah. Well, like I need another project. Sure. Why not? Yeah, right. <laughs> <clears throat> and then I thought I kind of pictured us like just playing um, guitars together. And like, I didn't really have any expectations at all. And then the first night when we started it, we, we wrote the first song on the record. and um recorded it over the next day or two days or something and that's it was pretty much done at that point we're like whoa i uh yeah 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 that's fun (laughs) and and then that and there were other bands actually that right away came to mind and we were like oh yeah we should make this really nostalgic kind of like scrappy rock and roll heartfelt humorous experience and and it's my favorite way to hang out with my friends anyway is working on a project that's just like so fun like this so it had to be so playing all those instruments now in a live setting how would you guys kind of do that we hired our friends to Mm -hmm. to 
yeah, they didn't get paid much. We got our we got our friends to be in the live band for the shows that were coming up. Like we that were, begged our friends. Yeah, we begged our friends. <laughs> told. But yeah. I, yeah, I had so much fun doing those shows, and everybody was um, enthusiastic about the material. And it's like a pretty short set that we did, so it was what like eight songs or something. Yeah, yeah, not a crazy nice. amount of work and a whole lot of fun. So they're they're still on board then when everything opens up and you guys are going to be playing more shows or what? I kind of haven't touched base as much about what our live um, life is going to be like coming up. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I suppose it's I well, it Mac be, and I uh, will probably have that conversation in the next few months as as indoor yeah. gigs uh, continue to become more of a reality. I think we'll you know get the WhatsApp group going again and say who's still in, who who still wants to do this, and I, I imagine people will still be down. Especially to do sort of a late record release. I feel like the next show that we do will be a record release uh, in yeah. a way. Nice. Because it feels a little yeah, anticlimactic sure. to put out a record in these uh, circumstances. So it's nice to celebrate it live and hang out with your friends and stuff. So Yeah, I was going to say, like, the music is so good. And it would be, like, as a musician playing, I'm sure so much fun for them to even just play like those parts because they're so intricate and I just think they're so fun. All it to those musicians out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Jealous. Is, is there anything that you guys kind of learned about um, yourselves or as friends or as a band when you were producing this album? I'd say that this was a, this was really a, a way for me to get to know Mackenzie. We were, we were friends when this started and now we're very good friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe you're like oh that's it uh, one record and you're out but uh <laughs> no we're but, gearing up for yeah we're gonna here. do we're gonna do yeah we want to do another we're gonna do another one we're already uh, halfway down the road of the, another one but uh i i suppose i learned to trust myself more and trust just being in the moment and sometimes I, i've never found somebody to write songs with uh until Mackenzie where I can throw out the silliest, stupidest ideas and don't right. feel embarrassed. I have I have suggested nice. that's cool. I have suggested the most embarrassing lyrics for a chorus. And <laughs> with Mackenzie it's he's always very welcome and open to it. And it's always you know, bad ideas lead to good ones is, is kind of a thing I always yeah. think. And if you just throw out a bad idea, sometimes it can make the other person go well, that is really bad, but it makes me think of this. And then you can eventually get to <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, an yeah. idea that doesn't suck. Spiral off into something <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah spiraling. And is you still good, get, you still get credit. Yeah. yeah. Right. You yeah. kind of still get credit then, right? That's kind of nice. Yeah. I get songwriting credit for writing all the lyrics that never made it. <laughs> Guess that's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> so is there, that being said then, is, is there a song? Um, in particular for each of you that kind of you're super proud about for this album? Okay, well, the ones that uh, we we made specifically for the this project are so cool because there were songs that we've each had on our own or songs okay. that maybe date back to maybe before we started, which some of them do. We started making this project and then it was like, you know, you're looking at your own catalog, like, let's do this song. I've got it ready to go. Let's do it, work on it together. But we can just show up on a day which we still do and we're going to keep doing and start with nothing or or start with a tiny bit of something and then hash it out together and i'm proud of those moments because i'm proud of us <laughs> you know yeah. it's like oh yeah who knew we had it in us that day to write you know whatever the first song or or anything you know 
any one of those ones that just like happen on the day and they come together quickly. I'm proud of those. Yeah, I took some time away from it. And then yesterday I was doing some things and I put it on. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I was, I'm continually, I'm really proud of that's really something. For some reason that sticks out for me as something where I didn't, I didn't realize that, I don't know, there's something about that song that's very nostalgic for me even. It sort of puts me, it's like we're, I'm mm-hmm. going through an old family photo album or something. I don't know. For, for some reason, that one get, gets, that's the, I feel the most pride about that song for whatever reason. I don't know if I can describe it. Is it is that because of all those family videos you watched on YouTube? <laughs> I don't think those, <laughs> I don't think those yeah, that, that just happened a few times. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, <laughs> mainly Gretzky highlights. Yeah, yeah, we used to watch Gretzky highlights. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's strong. That gets the creative juices flowing. That's Absolutely. good. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to play in a soul cover band, and we just there was a there's a five hour YouTube video of all the boxing knockouts, and we used to have that on a screen behind us while we played. Wow. Which is going a little <laughs> off topic, but anyway, sorry to <laughs> pull it outside. I love, love that. <laughs> We were ta- we were talking about. Oh God, I was talking about the, the song that song. Any songs that Your stood most out? Proud moment. Yeah. Okay. I think. Okay. We had this joke when we would play uh, the live show, where the the song that would be last was "You've Changed, I've Changed," and that's like the second song that's on the album. But we yes. would play last in the show because it's got like an extended like guitar solo ending and stuff and it would be like and we'd say okay we're cheap shirt and this is our best song and we would play that (laughs) and i really do love that song i think it's like maybe you know my favorite on the album i cannot wait for these live shows by the way i'm so stoked (laughs) i'm I'm hyped i I mean trying to make each other laugh constantly yeah of course in our guitar playing or just whatever Mm-hmm. oh and it's just that's what i i, I crave with live performances yeah. in general like that's what i'm missing right now is seeing two two people or more however many people just vibing on this chemistry and and enjoying and, what and they're enjoying, doing yeah. right because like you see you know in the before times when you would see bands play <laughs> and you would see musicians who just like we're just doing it because this is what they're doing and that's fine sort of thing but there's not really like this like love for it, right? So right. you you want to see that kind of fun back and forth between ba- you know between band members who are just genuinely up there, yeah, doing a great job at playing their instruments and singing great songs, but also just having the fucking time of their life. And it's I love yeah. that shit. That's that's what brings you. That's what people go to a show for, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. Yeah, I think being at shows myself, watching bands, often my favorite moments is when you see two members of the band look at each other and smile or laugh. As if they, yeah. maybe yeah, one yeah. of them made a tiny mistake that I didn't recognize. And you can see these little yep. moments of connection on stage. Uh, th- those are some of my favorite things about being in an audience too, for sure. Now you guys put out two singles, if I'm not correct, right? So far? That's right. You, you are correct. Um, so you got The Opener and Long Live the River. Why do you guys feel like singles are important? Hmm. Do I even feel that way? yeah i think they're more important in this i mean like i mean what am i gonna sound like an idiot um i kind of like it better when singles were made at the same time as a record but they're not on the record but they're like oh that's a single let's make that and then the album's the album but this was like oh to warn people that cheap shirt is coming you better be ready this is what we're like 
Just right. so you know, don't you know? You got you had some warning. This is what we're like. <laughs> um, but it was nice to uh, start plugging it to playlists for people, you know, doing that kind of thing, and like, oh, you know, get get a little bit of a following, right? So that there's a there's uh, some people to listen to your record that have heard of you or have heard of a couple songs that are a little more like, oh, maybe I will check out the record when it comes out. You know, however many people follow you or are aware of you. Yeah. Because they heard the single, or is it, you know, that kind of thing. And for us, since this is our first project, it was like building, building a bit of awareness about we're doing this. You know, you should, you should, if you if you like it, you know, listen to the rest of it when it comes out in a few weeks or whatever it is. Yes, yes. So you guys are very much um, a full album kind of a band. Is that what I'm gathering? In my imagination, that's the way I get most stoked about the projects uh, yeah. of, of, about the albums that we're working on. That and that's also personally speaking, almost always how I listen to music myself. I, I'm an I'm a full right. album person, and I like I like to sit with a band for thirty five, forty five minutes. Uh, so that that the love of albums comes out of my own personal love of the whole extended arc and song order, and I love thinking about song order and that kind of thing. So yeah, that's that's yeah. I, that always makes me more excited. So yeah. that being said, it was it was very crafted the way that the song track list came about. Yeah, and I'd pull fast ones on Sean all the time. We'd have the uh, track list. <laughs> oh, we're done. That's it. And then we would start working on songs again, and it'd be like, oh no, we got to pull this one and put that one, and then like switch this, make a whole new version. <laughs> I would pull the, like two or three fast ones on him and. Thank you, Sean, for you know going with the flow sometimes when it was like, but we were done. I thought, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we were done. but um, yeah, it was definitely fun to craft the order, and I'm really happy with the order of this record. Now I want to talk about the cover art for your guys' album because this I drew me it. in. I gotta say this, this this is like oh shit this is this is stylistic and awesome. I dig so it. So we got so we got three muscle cars. We got a cabin. We got two people running from the cabin in the snow, and you guys are both perfectly painted in the background. What what does it all mean? I guess. And did 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 you guys um, create it? Did you? We did not create it. We okay. we hired an artist. Uh, his name is Simon Burnt, and uh, on Instagram he's one horse town, but like the number one, not the word one. Okay, one horse town. And he's, uh, he's a South I, African artist that we found online and we love his work. When we came up with the name Cheap Shirt and we were in back in that diner, we saw <laughs> a Cool Hand Luke poster on the wall beside <laughs> our table. And we were like, and it should look like that. <laughs> it was like an old movie poster, yeah, like an course. action movie. And then we kept like thinking of oh, this movie poster. What's it going to be? And then when I was looking through my Instagram artists or whatever, I was like, this can be the guy that's the guy so he was like a pleasure to work with and did you know we told him our ideas and sent him some photos of us and we want these we want it to be like an action sequence and i made a rough sketch of like an i like a shape of it what it can kind of be and then he sent some amazing sketches back and then there was a few back and forths and he did the final one and well knocked it out of the park as far as i'm concerned we're gonna oh, use them again and again it's absolutely fucking badass yeah it looks like a movie poster it does look like yeah it. Well, the it's exactly 70s the 70s yeah. movie poster we we were constantly sending each yeah. other 70s movie posters that we found online back and forth saying see how this element here yeah. and that and because i've always been a big fan of those hand-drawn or those old school 60s 70s movie posters 
which again is I think plays yeah, to nostalgia yeah. in a bit. So yeah. the cars in it, the first car, my friend actually told me this. Maybe the artist Simon knew this, and he was like, "Oh, it's supposed to be like a movie poster." Well, why don't I just take iconic movie cars and put them in the poster from <laughs> the album cover? So the first car is a 1970 Dodge Challenger from the movie Vanishing Point. Second green car, 1968 Dodge Charger. Third car, 1968 Ford Mustang from the movie Bullet. So yeah, the Bullet, someone which is, who's a car guy, one of the most famous with. car chases. Uh, Steve, Mc, that great, great Steve McQueen movie. I can't say Steve McQueen. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. an old movie from mid yeah. middle of the 60s, maybe 66, 67. So, but yeah. a San Francisco, like, like a hard-boiled San Francisco detective. No, it's a San Francisco movie. And there's a car chase through the streets oh, okay. of San Francisco that is within that yeah. super cool car. Is the kind of cabin like a symbolism for like your, where you recorded? Like as you guys are in a barn setting, right? Well, yes, we are. And, and I resonate with the image. Um, but the artist kind of made it winter without without even batting an eye and i was like man i was picturing like summer but this winter thing that came up and with the cedar trees and like sean's from bc and they have these cedar trees and it was being winter kind of has this canadian feel and um yeah we're in a barn and like this green cabin anyway we wanted it to be a cabin but i was thinking more like a lake house or something okay (laughs) yeah yeah but anyway simon just just followed his heart as well and we were like no this is this is this and also maybe it was that the pictures that we sent him of us we were wearing winter coats because we had a photo shoot in like Uh, november and it was like starting to snow and stuff yeah yeah, that must have led from point a to point b a little bit because i love the artwork so much are you guys ever going to consider maybe a vinyl release yeah oh yeah yeah so we want to get a pre-order going a little bit and then you know whatever we whatever we raise in a pre-order, we'll right. just top up. You know, we'll top up the tank, and then and then um, hopefully in pretty short order have however many copies. What do people make? Like a couple hundred copies for someone like us, and then you know it'll be reissued on the 50th anniversary kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I th- I think the hope is that the first time we play live, uh, you know, we'll have a we'll have a merch table with the vinyl available. Hopefully, we can pull that off. So that if if you come to a show when that happens, then the the vinyl will be available. So the short answer is we hope so very soon to have vinyl. Yes. And the back cover is cool too, eh? Like, um, wait, you don't even have a hard copy of the CD. I, we don't. No. no so. Of course you don't. I have them all. <laughs> anyway, the, that's the thing about Spotify and stuff. It's like you don't get on, a back. I wish you could get. I wish you could at least get back the back cover, cover on Spotify. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I'm sure you're all very excited about this back cover. Well, now I'm ready. <laughs> I want it. Yeah. Mac, is it on? Because you can upload a PDF on Bandcamp. Is it on Bandcamp if they buy it? I actually don't know the answer to this question. Not currently. No, that would be oh, okay. the only extra image. I could yeah, do cause that. Because you could do that. You can, get, you can You can have extras. So when you buy the album on Bandcamp, you get the PDF with the back cover. This famous back cover we're hyping now. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost physical at this point. To the vinyl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vinyl, you get it. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that you've you at least have two vinyl pre-orders in myself and Briner. Oh, like, for sure, without 100%. a doubt. So, well, thank you very much. That should that cover it, it, right? That very covers, <laughs> covers it. That should cover it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's really kind of getting more affordable these days, anyway. To to do it, oh, that's good. There's more. There's more options for printing. There's like, more demand for it. Vinyl. So we're going to do, I think that's pretty much, we're going to wrap it up a little bit here, but I, I do want to play 
um, we're going to go into one song that you sent me um, called Do You Want a Cigarette? Which, um, this is my favorite song on the album. Um, absolutely love this song. And I remember, Mac, when you were demoing this song and you, were, you, you showed me. It was probably bit. just the same version, just not done. It wouldn't, yes. there, was, there is no demo. There's no demo. <laughs> it could have been the same version. We were yeah. very intoxicated, so I don't know. <laughs> um, but so what is this song kind of about? Do you want to say anything about it before we get into it? Well, the lyric, like, do you want a cigarette? I was just, I remember sitting in my room playing an A chord on my acoustic guitar being like, I think it had something to do with, I was listening to this, this like uh, Tom Petty record or something. I can't remember. And then I was like, the words have to be, do you want a cigarette? And I don't want to hear it. There's no other lyrics I want to try on that melody. And then the rest of the songs, it's not like it's about standing around smoking. It's about, right. um, I feel like the first verse is like about gigging and like that experience where you make a bunch of money on a gig for the first time or something. It's like, I made $200 for playing music last night. That's fucking sick. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then the up in my room part came from Neil Quinn, who's in Zeus and he plays drums on that track. And he was like, Oh, I got an idea for this song. Like we didn't fully have, we didn't have, that part developed it was just an instrumental section and it was like a bit open for the guys in the room to be like what are we gonna do and and neil was like guiding us like i got an idea working out the rhythms yeah and then the next day he just like did track upon track of vocals like saying it as he was writing it basically and that's my favorite part of the song just like sounds like a rock and roll god on those vocals absolutely and then uh, another friend of ours, Matt Worry Smith, who plays drums in the live band, uh, helped work out the lyrics of uh, the, the verses a bit. Like, and then I remember working on that second verse where we were talking about the price of rent in Toronto being so high. Yeah. And it's like, we could, if I had, I remember I always sometimes I think like if I could buy one of these houses in Toronto, I would just live anywhere else other than, you know, in one of these houses in Toronto. As cool as Toronto is, it's just like, oh yeah, that house is easily $1.5 million, just like one of the ones on the streets downtown. It's like, man, I'm not going to buy that ever. Yeah. <laughs> if, I had, if I win the lottery, no way. Yeah. Do something way, way different than that. So the, that's just that verse. And then. That's it. Then there's those funny um, yeah, little see, sound clips from old uh, cigarette commercials just yeah. snuck in there. That's what that's what stood out to me the most. I think about that song was those just those little humorous kind of uh, yeah. little clips that pop in and out. I, I, I love. <laughs> they them. were videos too. Like the one guy who's like, you, I could actually taste the tobacco through this new builder. <laughs> he's he's in the shower in the commercial smoking a cigarette and there's some guy like a gym shower and there's another guy like giving him a cigarette in the smoke lighting it up for him like bragging about how great this new brand of cigarette well tobacco's uh, the cigarette's only as good as the tobacco that's in it and it's like they're having this stupid conversation and i was like you're in the shower smoking talking about your cigarette oh my god that would that's a that would be a really weird smelling bathroom yeah Yeah. Yeah. They sort of like shampoo old and old spice. cigarette smoke. Marlboro. <laughs> old spice. Yeah. yeah, head and shoulders and Marlboro. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for being on the podcast here. Uh, cheapshirt.bandcamp.com. That's where you can buy the record, correct? Yeah. Yep. That's right. Um, and is and it. Do it. How much is it? I think it's like at least 10 or something. It's like 10 or. 10 bucks or pay want. more? 
kind yeah, of thing. I think that's Say the more thing. if you want, but it's uh, pretty sure it's ten. Super reasonable. I and, can uh, I can confirm. I have it up right now. It is yep. ten dollars or more. I was or just more. doing more. Doing more. Okay. There you go. Canadian. Thank Canadian. you. Canadian. Yeah. Almost free, basically. Because yeah. I, I say this to a, to a lot of the bands that are on here. Typically, with the Bandcamp, you probably make a little more money than some of the streaming sites, right? I have not made any money from streaming sites as of yet. I would yeah. say. So maybe buy it on the Bandcamp, people. <laughs> yeah. Pay pay all of the money on the Bandcamp. Um, but if you can't do that, if you got Spotify, Apple, um, it's all on there. And your yeah, Instagram check us out. is uh, Cheap Shirt Band. Facebook is Cheap Shirt Band. Hell, if you want to email them, it's Cheap Shirt Band <laughs> at gmail dot com. This song is called "Do You Want a Cigarette?" and uh, check this shit out. I'm so happy to have you guys on the podcast. Uh, it's been a blast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, until until next time, fellas. Thanks so Thanks much. Thanks so much, guys. That was great. I really great, appreciate great, it. Great chat. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate it.
cigarette do you smoke, Doctor? The cigarette so many doctors enjoy. We do. Hey, I can actually taste the tobacco through the new filter. A cigarette is only as good as the tobacco that's in it. Do you want a cigarette that's cheap shirt? And how fucking awesome are those guys? So Dig that good. Shit. I don't even smoke it. It made me want a cigarette. It's valid. <laughs> I don't want a cigarette, but I enjoy the song. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not an impressionable youth like you. Yes, I that's am also true. the definition of youth. Yep. Definitely. If you liked what you heard there, we're going to have a little more cheap shirt uh, tunes throughout the podcast. Um, but go over to cheapshirt.bandcamp.com, buy their album. It's only ten bucks, um, but pay more because oh, dudes, at least twelve fifty. At, at least twelve fifty. At least. Hell of a hell of an album, though. Dig those guys a lot. Yes. Yeah, we got more music coming up from them later tonight. But it, ladies yes. and gentlemen, it sucks to suck time. Sucks to suck. It's a weird kind of harmony there, guys, but I like it. We'll take it. It was good. You can edit it. Yeah, I'm not going to edit shit in this one. This is all, we're doing it live as Bill O'Reilly. All right, fuck it. We'll do it live. Uh, I got four stories for Sucks to Suck for you tonight. Sure. I believe four. I can't count. Uh, First one comes out of the UK. Now, this is going to be a distressing story for about 50% of our listenership. Uh Oh. Just putting it out there. Okay. A man from the United Kingdom has become the first in the world to break his penis vertically. Oh, I hate this. Vertically? Oh, my God. No. How? Uh, well, despite numerous horizontal fractures, medics who treated this unfortunate soul believe it is the first vertical fracture in the world. And although there are no bones found in the penis, it can still break if the organ is suddenly bent. No. And saying those words is distressing Ugh. for me. No, a report, a report from the British Medical Journal uh, said the 40-year-old member, quote, buckled against his partner's perineum and suffered an eye wa- oh god, <laughs> and suffered an eye-watering three centimeter tear at its base. I don't understand. <laughs> According to the uh, BMJ, it's get wor- it gets worse. Such injuries are most common in men in their 40s who usually describe a quote popping sensation nope. and immediate swelling. <sighs> I'm feeling sick right now. Shouldn't have said the story. Um, Yeah. So now, apparently, this gentleman he didn't describe any like popping sensation. I hate that. Um, He nor a gradual increase in swelling before he sought medical attention. Uh, It 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 does kind of differ to the more common horizontal tear. Now, the unfortunate lover was recommended a penile MRI scan to get to the root of the issue, and the BMJ report said based on this case, it would appear that a vertical fracture is not associated with the classical features of a penile fracture. Namely, immediate uh, swelling, a popping sensation, as well as a palpable rolling defect. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I it hate sounds that. terrible. I don't know. I hate all of I'm this. I'm so confused. Uh, thankfully, six months after the injury and after extensive rehab, uh, he is said to be firing on all cylinders, as it were. So he's, he's shooting units out again. He's Come on. living his best life. So good, good for him, I suppose. I, so it broke like a banana? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. At the base. At the base. So 
You know, that's how monkeys actually open bananas. Yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> They shove it against their partner's perineum. <laughs> perineum. <laughs> Oh God, it's awful. I hate. I hate all that. Yeah, don't understand. Sucks to suck. A uh, Polish uh, woman was left dumbfounded after finding a singing and dancing cactus toy. You know, you pop a little thing, a little cactus dances, yeah, yeah. does a little thing. Uh, dumbfounded after finding that this cactus toy rapping and swearing about <laughs> cocaine in Polish. Now, the woman who lives in the city of Taichung in Taiwan had been with her baby in a uh, supermarket chain when she came across the green toddler-friendly toy in the children's section of the store. Uh, And it's described as cute and fun. And the best birthday gift for kids, the manufacturers say, the toddler-friendly cactus will stimulate children's creativity and will dance for a few hours, bringing the child a happy time. Uh, Bring a happy time and a lifetime. So that's a weird translation. That is a weird thing. (laughs) But when the woman uh, turned it on to see uh, what it did, she was instantly horrified to see this this cactus begin gyrating to a song called Where is the White Eel by Polish rapper Sippus. The lyrics begin, the only thing in my head is five grams of cocaine fly away alone. So <laughs> she contacted local news and uh, said cocaine and attempted suicide repeat over and over again. It is really shocking and totally unsuitable for children. Obviously. <sighs> That's funny. Uh, other parents have since sam- uh, slammed the toy after finding it being sold online. A woman in Spain who found the cactus on Amazon wrote, it's a basic toy. It's okay. But it's scary that songs intended for kids are about cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cocaine. Cocaine. So <laughs> if you find this. Um... I want it. <laughs> what is it? This, this is our new mascot. We used to have Dwayne, Dwayne the Cock Johnson. This That's is our right. new mascot. This now, is so the new one. That's yeah. what I want. Sucks to suck. Um, I like yours, man. This is good. It's going. It's right. going great. Uh, approximately uh, close to a year ago, Shannon and I were lucky enough to buy our first house. We got property. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a wonderful experience. And I know, congratulations, you know, there's there's so yeah, many people out there. <laughs> there's so many people out there who are looking for something. But I think I've got okay. something for you guys. Okay. okay? So I want You're you to right. pay attention. So there's a 7.7 hectare lot for sale in a protected bay on the Canadian side of Lake Erie. So fairly close from here. You know, it's nice on the lake. Okay. It looks like a steal. It's $99,000, which for property is pretty good price. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. Which, especially because the average home in Canada now sells for like $688,000, which is bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. There there is a little bit of a catch though. Uh, The plot of land is underwater. Is that a deal? Is that a deal breaker? Well, I don't know. With our experience with water over the past couple days, (laughs) I feel like we might be able to do something about that. That might be a deal breaker. You think? Oh, I think it could be right in your element, actually. Personally, now that we have all this experience, true. (laughs) Okay, maybe I don't know. So the the vacant lot on Brock Street in the village of Shrewsbury, Ontario, which is about 100 kilometers east of Windsor, um, has no actual address, though the neighborhood gets high marks for being quiet and car friendly. Uh, the listing reads, this property is presently underwater, but could have endless possibilities in the future. Be creative. <laughs> like, are we building Atlantis? I'm confused. Yeah, it's Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. The, the real estate agent representing the property declined to comment on what those future possibilities might might be. Um, and apparently water lots or submerged land, you know, it's not very common in Canada, though, which 
implies that it is common elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah where is that common? Other guys. than Atlantis. <laughs> They're typically used for the storage of boats and other like water vessels, even for like logging, stuff like that. Right. And in some areas they are home to like fish farms. So waterlock could potentially be used for mooring a houseboat, you know, if you live on a floating home or something like that. So that'd be kind of oh, cool. Okay. Okay. So um, buy the buy the plot of land. Right. Buy the boat buy the to boat. live on the plot of water. Which land. which you could do because the land's only ninety. What is it? Nine nine thousand. Uh, ninety nine thousand dollars. Yeah. So you could buy a boat, like a really nice boat. Exactly. Huh. Okay. Um. So a water lot, you know, it does work, but it does typically need to include some type of land extra access. And this property does not have any land access. Oh so you're oh. just you're just buying water for ninety nine thousand dollars. I can't. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where we're now buying water. I just <laughs> like plots of water. Yeah, I own this water. This is not this is not what we want. Oh god, sucks to suck. Oh god, I'm sorry, Briner, for this story. I'm no, sorry. you're not. Again. When, I'm sorry. When you, when you do so- that and you you're, say that. You're putting him through hell here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sorry to you and Shannon, actually, for this one. Oh, oh no. You know where this is headed. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, this one comes from... Uh, this one comes from Fox News. A, a 65-year-old <laughs> man woke up abruptly. No. <laughs> I don't like the abruptness of no. this already. After a reticulated python... Ugh. Bit him while sitting on the toilet. No. You fell asleep on the toilet? <laughs> Honestly, that's my worst fucking nightmare. Well, right? yeah, because it would crawl up the, the hole of the toilet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That happens. The, the is man- this in America, sorry? Yeah, this is in America. Um, that's actually kind of scary. Probably Florida. Yeah, uh, fine. Oh, I'll see if I can find out here. But he, so the man he hasn't been named because that's you know you don't want to you got a lot to deal with right now. Yeah. Uh, he went to the toilet around six in the morning and felt a quote pinch in the genitals. Nope. Shortly after sitting on the toilet, he then he pinch. then turned to see a one point five meter oh. albino snake in the toilet bowl. Oh, that so, is terrifying. It's not cool. I'm not a fan of this in any no. way. Uh, oh, I hate this. This is the, scary. The reticulated python, it's a constrictor that's native to typically Asia that can grow to nearly 30 feet in length. It's said to have found its way into the toilet via the building drain network. Um, actually, this take this place uh, in Austria, not in America. In oh, Austria. Okay. Austria. Uh, but still, like, and I don't, this is going to sound potentially uh, rude, but like, a, you know, a civilized place where there's like plumbing and toilets. Like, it's not, yeah. you don't expect to see a python there is what I'm saying. No, yeah. Right. Now, police said in a statement, shortly after sitting on the toilet, the Graz incident on his own resident on his own felt a pinch in his genitals. The man had to be hospitalized for minor injuries. A uh, reptile expert contacted by emergency services took the snake out of the toilet, cleaned it up, and returned it to its owner. So the snake just escaped. It's a fucking pet snake. That's Don't have pet snakes. And although the snake's alleged route down the toilet could not be confirmed, it is believed to have escaped from a neighbor's apartment. <sighs> I uh, hate that. It's a 24-year-old. The 24-year-old neighbor who possesses 11 non-venomous constrictor snakes was reported by the Asshole. prosecutor's office on suspicion of negligence causing bodily harm. So, you know, now Why? now for the next three months, I'm just going to look into the toilet. I always do now. I, I, I fucking always do. Ever <laughs> since these stories started popping up years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. I always look in the toilet. That's, pull the plug is just a one big PSA. That's what we're here <laughs> for. 
So sorry, man, to extend that worry to you. No, you're not. No, I'm but not really. Sucks to suck. Yes. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with anything Pull the Plug related, read more about these stories and anything else that we talk about on tonight's show, uh, check yes. us out over at our website. ptbpodcast.com. There it is. Just like these next guys. We're doing a little more cheap shirt here because we can and because we really want to. Because they're awesome. They're awesome and badass. And um, the song is called Sean's Dream. Check these guys out. Spotify, Apple. Like I said, cheapshirt.bandcamp.com here on PTP Podcast. We were sitting on the carpet Yes, I would tell you the tale You did learn how to fly And swim with fishes at night And yet I might have been dreaming I jumped up through the ceiling Oh, and it just kept going I started to fly, I won't bother telling you why I had to get where I was going. It never ever seemed like it would end. With the sky and the water and the newfound friend. My speed was most impressive. Then I dropped to the ocean, caught the water in motion. I was thoroughly wet. Later on that evening, I met the devil at home. The fire rolling on light, he sent me burning on ice. He was deceptive, to be kind. It never ever seemed like it would end. That's cheap shirt. And we're back here on PTP Podcast. And tonight, guys, I am going with a classic BuzzFeed Would You Rather. 
Oh, I love that. Very excited for this one. So we're going to kick things off right in the morning with breakfast time. Oh, it's a food oh, one too. Okay, I good. I like that. So a few options. Bear with me on these. Sure. Cereal and milk. Avocado toast. A veggie omelet. Sausage, egg, and cheese breakfast sandwich. Pancake cashew or banana cashew pancakes with caramel syrup. Options. Or crepes with chocolate sauce, berries, and powdered sugar. <laughs> These are there's a lot of options. options here, right? Okay, so I think look, I love me a good cereal with milk. Um, yeah, but I but think that's the least of the, all of these. Yeah, you got to Okay, so we're getting yeah, rid that's of that. a snack. That's a snack. <laughs> that's a snack. <laughs> um, I, oh, man. The breakfast sandwich is really enticing. I love me a good breakfast I sandwich. I love breakfast sandwiches. Where's your go-to breakfast sandwich, guys? Because I think we good. all don't. I think we all like breakfast sandwiches, right? Yeah, that's a Not great question. Like, what are we talking here? Like a fast food joint? Uh, yeah. Like, not necessarily a place where you're gonna sit down. Um, like you obviously can at a fast yeah. food place, yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, you're you're on a road trip. You got to grab something to eat. In and out. Um, okay. One place that's underrated for breakfast sandwiches, if I may say. Please. A uh, Canadian company called Coffee Culture. Really? Coffee Culture makes. I didn't the, know that. The fucking dopest breakfast sandwiches. Really? <laughs> They're so good. Um, I think my favorite would be the sausage breakfast sandwich uh, on a seated bun oh. at A and W. That's it right there. That's you know what? That's pretty fucking damn good. Yeah. yeah. People rave about A&W breakfast lately. It's yeah. It's great. It is it's very good. Gr- when, they, when they did that bun thing, yep. blew my mind. Life the first time. The first time the I, heard, I was like, it. what is this? I was like, I didn't order lunch. And then I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, we're really big fans of... Um, this may come as a surprise. Of the Starbucks breakfast sandwich. Oh, this yeah. is not what I was thinking. They have an everything. It's what is it called? Everything. Yeah, croissant they have an everything croissant. Yeah, an everything croissant sandwich with roasted ham, like a honey maple ham. Yeah, with an, uh, like an egg. cheese and an, and an egg, and it's really good because oh, it's God, a croissant. So it's like an everything bagel, but it's a croissant. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. I'm in for that. Um. It's so now you guys. It. Do have to answer the question? Oh right, yeah. <laughs> then the breakfast sandwich. Oh right. <laughs> I'm going with that. It's the breakfast sandwich or the pancakes for me. Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm just so gonna be the millennial I am and say avocado toast. Hey, that's, that's fair. That's that's fine. Live your truth, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with my breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Consistency. Uh, following in Sarah's path, what are we gonna have for the mid morning snack? Gonna go diced fruit. Scones with cream and jam, a smoothie bowl, a charcuterie board, (laughs) loaded nachos, or Oreos and milk. What? Oh my god. Okay. um, (laughs) Snackage. I'm sorry to do this to you, but can you read those out again? Just kind of quickly. Diced fruit, scones with cream and jam, a smoothie bowl, a charcuterie board, Loaded nachos or Oreos and milk. Is this is for lunch. Mid morning snack. snack. A mid. Oh. M- Who has a loaded nacho? <laughs> Who has fucking a charcuterie board for a mid morning snack? Oh, I would absolutely like 
come downstairs, make myself a cup of tea, put together a charcuterie board and take it back up to my office because it's in the same house as, <laughs> as me <laughs> <laughs> okay. and make that for my mid-morning snack. Oh, Absolutely, valid. I would. For a mid-morning, you know what's screaming to me is that scone. Yeah. That oh. scone I'm, a hu- is- I'm a huge scone advocate. Especially with some with some like jam and, and cream. Oh, oh buddy. baby. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the scone too. Yeah. What do you got? You want um, scone too? I would have said smoothie bowl, but I'm gonna go scone now. Yeah. You, you made me twist my arm. Okay. Uh now we're moving on to lunch here, guys. You're gonna go with a plain old Jane P B and J. Classic. Good. Potato and leek soup. Yeah. A sushi platter. Mushroom risotto with parmesan. Jesus. Christ. A cheese pizza or a loaded cheeseburger. Oh. This is such an interesting right? quiz everywhere. because it's everywhere. Um, it's got to be the sushi or the burger. I hesitate choosing the burger for the lunch purely because, like, I, it's delicious, but I feel like I'm going to be lethargic for the rest of the afternoon. Yeah. yeah, that's valid. So if I'm working. You know, I gotta gotta be careful there. The sushi. Uh, I feel like sushi's also gonna put you into a bit of a coma. Yeah, cheese pizza if done right, that could be good. I'm willing to try for the sushi. I'm okay. willing to take that risk. I'm with you on that one, Briner. Just for a lunch. Oh man, this I mean, is it doesn't tough. say how large the platter is. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe like, it's a weekend lunch. You know, mm, you're not yeah, at work. You don't sushi. have to go back anywhere. Maybe it's not an all-you-can-eat sushi right. moment. Yeah. yeah, you pick a couple. <laughs> I'll say sushi. I'll say sushi. sushi. Okay. Sushi, sushi, sushi. All right. Sushi, sushi, sushi. So you know, after your morning of <laughs> of a breakfast sandwich followed by some scones and then some sushi. <laughs> You know, I feel a little peckish for a mid-afternoon <laughs> snack. <laughs> Doesn't sound accurate, but okay. Are you going to go with some hummus and pita? Mm-hmm. Bacon-wrapped dates with goat cheese? Whoa. <laughs> apple slices with peanut butter? A crunchy chicken tostada? <laughs> cheesy spinach and artichoke dip with oh. poblano peppers? <laughs> or Blano. smoked salmon with herbed soft cheese and microgreens. Can we compare the <laughs> apple slices to everything else in that? <laughs> yeah. the There's fuck? one in every category, what the fuck though. Is that? Like the PB&J in the first one? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh and it's always God. peanut butter. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, it's hummus and crackers for me. That's oh, I interesting. I eat that anytime, not, well, I mean, any if, day. You, if you just ate all of that sushi, I'm not going to want. But it's asking if you want a snack. <sighs> Yeah. You want a snack? I think I'm doing the uh, cheesy spinach and artichoke dip. Oh, oh. so yummy. You know oh, what? Sorry. Yeah. With the poblano pepper, sorry. Yeah. With, with the poblano pepper. I name my poblanos. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> all right, guys. And now that you've had all of that, it's time for dinner. Oh, God, <laughs> I can't. I'm so full. Spaghetti pomodoro. What is that? Uh, I Sarah? Know. I have no idea. Um, it's basically just pasta with a red sauce. Right? Yep, that's oh, what it looks okay. like. <laughs> okay. Uh, dumplings. Ooh. Steak burrito. Lobster mac and cheese. Oh fuck. Mozzarella stuffed chicken marsala. Whoa. Or cheese enchiladas. What the fuck? Ooh, it's so it's it's a toss up for the lobster mac and cheese and the dumplings for me. Ooh, interesting. 
Um, yeah. yeah. I got to go with the chicken. I have to go with the chicken. Stuffed chicken, okay. Oh, that sounds so good. I'm saying lobster mac, man. That thing is just calling my name right now. I could eat some right now. Nothing wrong with that. You know what? I, I like that I like that choice also because lobster mac and cheese is not something that you commonly get. That's fair. Yeah. Sure. Like yeah. I'm I know I can't make I'm not saying I can make dumplings or anything like that, but dumplings are like pseudo readily available, even if like True. freezer and throw them in the oven sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Lobster mac and cheese. You need, there's a lot of prep and a lot of work on that. So yeah, I can just I have like that enough. every day as made That's for true. me. Yeah. I'm going for that. All right, guys. Finally, we've got some dessert for oh, you. Oh, God. Are you going to go with, it very much looks like the Krispy Kreme classic glazed donuts, mm. apple pie, lemon bars, tiramisu, chocolate lava cake straight out of the early 2000s. There you go. Or what's commonly known as the freak shake it's the milkshakes that just have a thousand and one flavors to them oh no um oh fuck it's tiramisu for me that is my favorite favorite dessert at this moment like oh my god tiramisu Amazing. oh it's a toss-up between the apple pie and the donut for me i'm about that i'm leaning towards the donut i don't know mm. why but is it because you're stuffed so much from with everything else you've eaten eaten today that the donut is all you can fit in your tiny little tummy? <laughs> that must be it. <laughs> well, and it's great too. Those Krispy Kremes, they kind of just like melt into your they mouth. Do. You don't even have to Those chew at so that point. Good. Yeah, they just yeah. go right in your bloodstream. Mm, inject it. Mm. You know what? I, oh, apple pie though. Apple pie is it's like so nice. I know the cream the Krispy Kreme donut is as well, but the, the the pie is just so like warm and inviting and it's totally. like the perfect cap off so i'm going apple pie first nice well guys according to buzzfeed you're kind of feud <laughs> feud let's cut that there edit dun, dun, dun. well guys according to buzzfeed you're kind of food purists what? What does that mean exactly? What? Although you love it when dishes have lots and lots of exciting elements and flavors, there are certain foods that you enjoy in their simplest forms. A glazed donut? Nothing beats that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats Nothing it. beats that. I mean... Are you guys pleased? Are, are you content? No, I wouldn't I call myself I... a food purist. No, I wouldn't say that either. No, I'm not content. You know what? <laughs> But it said you're kind of. It's not that you are a food right. purist. Okay. You're kind mm. of. No, yeah. not a fan. I mean, like I, I can see where they're coming from. I can see where they're coming because a lot of the stuff we had, yeah, it was like avocado toast. It's, 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 it's simpler stuff. But it's, you know, I got my lobster mac and cheese in there, baby. Yeah, come on, I got yeah. My... baby. Hey, come on, baby. <laughs> 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 well, if nothing else, we got to chat through some delicious food options. I'm so hungry and yet inexplicably <sighs> so full at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Shandan. Hey, you're welcome. Take that quiz with your friends. Uh, head on over to the show notes at p2ppodcast.com. See how full you can be. <laughs> right. Or something. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> We've got one more here from Cheap Shirt. Um, one of my favorites, actually, from their album, Put It On. This one is called You've Changed, I've Changed here on PTP Podcast.
You've changed, I've changed, that's Cheap Shirt, and that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I want to thank right. Cheap Shirt for coming on the show. Hells yeah. Um, yeah. Where can people find their music? Where I think they should find their music is on their band camp, because that's where they make the most money if you buy their album, which you should. Um, it's only 10 bucks, and you can pay more if you want, but it's cheapshirt.bandcamp.com. Um, if you're a cheapskate, you can always stream them. they're on spotify they're on apple um their socials are instagram cheap shirt band facebook cheap shirt band and if you want to email them cheap shirt band at gmail.com email them some nudes i think they'd like that (laughs) i think they would yeah yeah they're definitely the type of guys who would would i'm just throwing it out there godly do not represent the views of pull the plug as his entirety Uh, so before we go, we don't have a rec room or a rec room. <laughs> I like that you guys are all buying into that. This evening. Uh, but we want to bring back a, a fun little feature um, that hopefully we can do a little bit more of um, next yeah. week. So Shannon, gear up those vocal cords. But let's Uh-oh. do a quick little tease. Uh, we're going to bring back a quick little segment, Shannon, the sound machine. Shannon, <laughs> with... With with stuff, you know, people getting vaccinated, stuff is opening up again. People are going to start going to concerts. That's you know, right. People are going to start going to festivals. People are going to start right. going to events. And what do you need to get into events? You need tickets. And what, how do you get those tickets? You print them off on your home printer because for some reason we haven't figured out better ways of doing that shit. Fuck printers, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I want Shannon to make the sound of a printer that's just struggling to finish printing off that, that oh, last little ticket. Aggressive. I'm, I'm not a robot. I don't know how to make <laughs> technology sounds. Um, yeah, you do. Come on. Um, 
I feel like what I was going for was gonna be, sound like a gun or something. It's like, like our printer is like very loud and broken. It's because it's a printer. It's shit. Uh, oh my god! But it's like. I'm pretty sure that was spot on. I love that. That was great. Oh yeah, that's a printer. Yeah, it looked like one too. You got it right. Holy! I got into it. Wow. Wow. Um, you guys got okay. any you want Shannon Sarah, to do? No? Um, yeah, you know when you, like, you, uh, <laughs> you got to put, you know, like a magnet on your fridge? <laughs> <laughs> or it kind of just, like, slaps to the fridge? Yeah, and, like, you would kind of aggressively slap it on that fridge. Wait, Shannon, what does that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> She, she just self-slapped her face. That was great. That was pretty, that was pretty good. Was it good? I like that. I just like it. Wow. Okay. Um, how about the sound of pouring out like a jug of water over a balcony? Over a balcony. Yeah, specifically. Okay, first we get the wind sounds. Right. And then... Not what that sounded like. <laughs> oh my god! Tell me we can just have that sound clip at all times. I want that. That's that. That actually sounds like our first date. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no no no! Something hitting you in the face. That's anyway. Uh, so well, thanks for that, guys. That was fun. Uh, oh. Shan the sound machine. Tune in next week because we've got a whole <laughs> bit coming for you guys. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I clearly have zero talent, so oh, that's no. exciting. Get your requests in now. Yeah, yeah. get them in. <laughs> if you want to stay updated with anything pull the plug related, just please head on over to that website, p2bpodcast.com. Uh, links to uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun shit over there, as well as the contact form uh, can be found over there. Uh, if you want to submit your music, like the fine folks over at Cheap Shirt, thank you so much again for joining yeah. us tonight, guys. Yeah. Um, and also, thank you so much to our two Patreons supporters, uh, Phil Marquez de Marquez and Connor Marks. Uh, Connor Marks. Connor Graham. <laughs> Connor, Connor Marks. They're married Graham. now. It's yeah. cute. They're married. Um, I'm really happy for them. Um, yeah, for as little as one dollar we do a month, you can support this fucking nonsense where Shannon makes us pick foods throughout the day. And um, you get to hear our dog yelp in the background. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> uh, so once again, ptvpodcast.com. Thank you guys so fucking much for listening. See you never. Peace, love, and butt stuff. Bye-bye now. Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye.